Welcome to Tech Driven Business. In this episode, How Know of Summerlin Analytics rejoins me to share how customers can get quick value out of their SEC investments by using the proof of concepts approach and at the same time understand the behavior of different data sources and the best way to deal with them. It's nice to have you back, How. Welcome. Let's get into our discussion. So, How, let me start with my first question. Um, and for that, we'll go with a simple scenario. Can you give us an example, a, a simple scenario when you're dealing with SAP Analytics Cloud? Oh, sure thing. So um, in the past uh, two years, I've been getting a lot of requests from different customers with different landscapes um, asking for a proof of concept, right? So they know that Analytics Cloud is SAP's premier reporting uh, application. They know that's the future and they want to be aligned with that approach. But each customer has a different backend solution maybe they have a bw data warehouse some has a hana warehouse but the questions are almost always the same um, they know of the tool they know um, what it can do for the most part but they're not exactly sure how to get started and a lot of the times my pocs are very short maybe four to six weeks in duration where i would go in and help them get familiar with the tool show his capabilities, and eventually connect it to a couple of their existing reports to show what it could do in their landscape. But my answer to them is to really start at the end. We actually go into the tool and using a CSV file, a flat file, so we're removing a lot of the complexities. If they have a table dump, um, a CSV file, a BEX report, we can start directly with that data right there and start visualizing on top of that. So to answer your question, if you want to get started and get started quickly, just upload a flat file to Analytics Cloud and start playing around with the modeling tool and the visualization tool. Great. Yeah, I think and I agree with you on this approach. It seems like an easy way for customers to get to know more of the tool and the functionality that you get out of SAC using mm -hmm. this approach. Mm -hmm. uh, would you say uh, when you're dealing with that, is it easy for them to replicate the same approach for other backend systems? Like let's, for example, uh, talk about PW backend. Yep. Yep. So whenever you move beyond the tool, so right now the first example, how do we get, how do I get started quickly? Just worry about Analytics Cloud as a standalone tool. Once you start talking about, let's connect this front end to our back end, that's where it gets a little bit, I would say, tricky because you'll have to get help from uh, people on your basis team to make those connectors, right? We'll have to do uh, maybe some firewall settings, some core settings, maybe a web dispatcher, but essentially you'll need help from the infrastructure people to help that connection get established. Once you have that connection, whether it's a BW backend or another data warehouse, you'll see that depending on the connection type, certain, certain functionalities are available to you and not others. So in the first example, the pure analyst cloud model where your data is stored in the analyst cloud tenant, 
all the functionality is available because the tool is built in the cloud, your data is in the cloud, everything just works. But once you move to a backend connection, a live system connection, some things are available and some things aren't. And BW is a good example where I would say the majority of the functionality is now enabled. This wasn't in 2017 or early 2018. But now that we're talking in late 2020, most of the functionality is there, meaning you have access to the mention members, the measures, and once you make that connection and define a model inside SAC, you can also define calculations on your model. So, so I would say for the most part, most of the common functionality will be available to you with a BW backend. And that's a good point you mentioned. I One of the things that, and this is first-hand experience uh, working on projects uh, dealing with uh, SAC front-end and a BW live connection is like a lot of times as you may have seen, customers tend to use uh, structures, you know, global structures in their back mm -hmm. queries. Yeah. And when you're dealing with those kind of constraints uh, in the in the back end, uh, in this case, BW, it becomes a little bit of a challenge uh, I see uh, on the front end when you're trying to build a story and want to have some flexibility or yeah. use for features of SAC. What What is your experience and what advice would you have for our listeners? Well, within the context of doing a proof of concept, just getting their either IT personnel or business personnel familiar with the tool um, before a full-on, much lengthier, more expensive project. But we're just looking at the exploration of the tool with the customer-specific data. I would say pick a query that you trust, that you use all the time, that people are familiar with and take that same data and just start visualizing it with Analytics Cloud's tools. The, the one thing we want to eliminate is development time. So there's no customer de custom development, no data validation, no back and forth between IT and business. The end product in terms of the customer's mind, the BEX query, the analysis for Office query is already done. We're taking some that's been proven and trusted from the customer and translating that from a tabular view to something more graphical. So I would say um, start with something they trust. And if they have um, additional dimensions and measures, that's great. But it also, in my experience, if you have fixed structures, these are your hierarchies, like your P&L statement or something like that, you want to call them out. You want to say that, you know, based on how the original X query is configured, you may or may not have that flexibility, right? So if it's a standard sales order cube, sales order query, um, there's there's free range in terms of dimensions and measures, you're fine. But once you start looking at fixed structures like hierarchies, you are constrained from that perspective. Absolutely. And that's a good, great suggestion. I mean, I believe that the more simple you keep your backend, connectivity mm -hmm. and as well as your structures, it makes it a lot more uh, feature-rich approach on creating your stories in SAC. Would you yep. agree? I would agree and I would even say maybe if it's possible to go farther and create a custom um, interface, I'll call them interface queries, where instead of looking at a report like a BEX report, we would expose the contents of the cube to SAC. 
So Analyst Cloud is getting the metadata of the data source from that perspective and not filtered through a query. Because a query, you could select only a couple of fields, right? Or you could define um, your calculations a certain way. You can also declare that in SAC and take advantage of aggregation inside SAC. That's interesting. So I, I guess for that, I'll, I'll move on to my next question. So SAC with BW seems like a, a lot of customers looking at it. How about looking for more, more live data perspective? You know, a lot of customers who are on their journey onto S4 or, you know, either on-prem or in the cloud. Mm -hmm. uh, when we talk about connectivity and having that, access to the live data uh, like S4. What is your experience and can you give us some some tips and, and guidelines we should be using? Oh, sure. So with S4, because you can get analytical reports in a transactional system, the lines between operational and transactional reporting or operational and analytical reporting gets, gets blurred, right? Like does it should exist in a Fiori tile? Should it be on an SAC um, dashboard and, and chart tile? That line gets a little bit blurred. But I would say because most of the standard delivered content from SAP on an S4 system is via CDS views, mm -hmm. or sometimes customers would extend an existing Fiori tile with additional dimensions or maybe some metrics. Your primary connectors between Analytics Cloud and S4 system is using most likely a CDS view. And I have found a lot of limitation in, in the functionality. For example, the biggest one is when I connect SAC to S4 via CDS views, I cannot edit my model, meaning I cannot in SAC go in and define a calculation. So if you're familiar inside Analytics Cloud, you can declare custom calculations, whether it's restrictive or calculated key figures in two places. One is at the model level, right? And the beauty of that is like whoever uses that model also gets the definition of the calculation, or you can define it at the story dashboard level, but you would have to define that calculation for every dashboard and every story, right? Absolutely. And what I found with an S4 CDS connection is the SAC model cannot be updated. You cannot declare your own calculation restrictive or calculated as of you know today. Maybe that'll change in the future. But for right now, you cannot. So what we had to do as a workaround was declare those calculations in a story. And you still have that functionality, but the, the issue with that is you have to replicate those calculations for every story that you do. So that's where you start running to that gray area of, you know, do I trust this calculation? You know, similar to defining once in the back end, define once used everywhere. Here you have to define everywhere in SAC. And that's 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 great uh, uh, observation, you know, especially customers who are looking at, you know, having that live information in their dashboards and and want to have that interactivity with what information is changing in the back end can be reflected directly into their uh, stories and information that they want to share with the management 
this puts a, a little bit of a, a a challenge for them in terms of what they can and can't do, right? So mm-hmm. to your point, I, I, I believe one of the things that customers should be aware of and, and taking care of on their side is how flexible or how much uh, logic they can put in the CDS views so you don't have to do that uh, at the modeling time in SAC. Otherwise, yep. you'll be constrained by it. That's, is that my, my understanding correct there? Exactly. So a lot more emphasis is is the place on the modeler, whether it's BW or S4, but especially with the limitations on what I can do as a dashboard designer in Analytics Cloud, a lot of the effort is now in an S4 CDS you know, perspective is on the CDS developer. So one thing that I would say is a plus with this approach is that the same CDS view can be used in both SAC and AO. So if someone wants to see this in a very granular tabular way, the same model could be used in analysis for Office and the same model could be used on an SAC dashboard. So that's a that's a big plus. You develop it once and it's available to two different tool sets but you have to know of the limitation and defining calculations at the CDS level was definitely one of them. Awesome, yeah. And and I think that that's most of, the, of these cases will be depending on the actual requirements and how flex, flexible the customer wants to be in terms of where do they want to make the changes? You know, uh, like you said earlier, the option is still available in a story, but then it limits you to that story only. And then yep. in order for you to replicate that, you will have to redo those uh, calculations again in a, in, a, in a different story. So uh, something to keep in mind when customers are, are, are dealing with that kind of source system. So they are aware of those different challenges they will face once they are working through uh, SEC stories. Yep. Yep. And I would say, you know, so far we've only tackled this from a tool perspective, but for most customers, because they're on such a diverse platform, some are S4, some is BW, some is BW on HANA and so forth, right? So what I I would say, what we're trying to get across is here are some limitations of the tools that you should be aware of, but also compare that to the makeup of your team. Like, do you have primarily HANA developers, would graphical calculation views be quicker from a turnaround perspective than a CDS view, right? Because the, the tool sets and the skill sets are different. And also, do you want to um, take on the additional security headache of saying, we have a BW on HANA, we have an S4, of course, on HANA, but because of like our team's limited skill set, can we just go directly to the database, bypass CDS, build it as a graphical ha- calculation view in HANA, but worry about it, two sets of securities, right? So there's that tool component, but there's also the team makeup component that people should be aware of. Absolutely, and that's a very good observation because that really, it, what it boils down to, especially depending on, on the project and depending on what's available at that point in time to the customers, they will have to make that decision in terms of what is the best solution for them yep. and giving the, the right team and the right tools available to them, right? So it's, it's going mm-hmm. to be a balancing act, uh, especially when you're dealing with uh, source systems 
where you have multiple options of putting the data, right? The CDS views versus maybe a, a, a HANA calc view, and then making sure that there is a balance. So you, like you said, the one another important factor that needs to be in place is security. You know, how you yep. securing the data at mm -hmm. what level, and and is that following your your corporate strategy and and your approach on, of dealing with you know your financials and other information that's coming from your uh, ERP system. Yep, that's right. Awesome, great. Well, it's been a great conversation. Thank you very much for sharing your insights. Yep. How is there anything else you'd like to share at this point in time? No, it's always great talking to you, Miss Sensor. I know this is like the typical consulting answer when I say, well, that depends. I wish there was an easy answer to say you should always do one thing or another, but as with any tool, there's quirks, right? And I think educating the customer should be like the forefront of what I do. And I'm assuming that's what you do too. But, you know, there are some gives and takes and it really depends on what the goal is of the company. If security is a big concern, if it's a regulated, heavily regulated industry, that could be one thing. If this industry is more fast and loose, like some of the high tech industries I've seen, you know, maybe that's not of a big concern. But as as more information becomes available, I feel like it's imperative that we share that with the customer so they can have an informed decision. Absolutely. I totally agree with that approach. And I think, like you said, that will always going to be something that needs to be taken on on a case-by-case -case basis. And mm -hmm. some situations may apply to a certain customer or certain industry and others, it may completely be different. So. Uh, with that, I'd like to wrap up our session for today. Thank you for listening to Tech Driven Business. Taking the proof of concepts approach will help you get quick value out of your SEC investment. The thing to consider when you get into full-blown project mode is to spend time on how to handle the different data sources so that you have the most optimum setup in place. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we will take a closer look at design tips and best practices when working with SEC. In the meantime, if you have any questions, please connect with Hao or I on LinkedIn.